Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're doing our annual league winners list. This one for 2021. This list has been pretty good to us in the past, actually. We've done some good things with this. I remember a couple years ago, I think the list consisted of like Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram, which was a great year for that. We've had some good, good players on this list. This year, Jeff, I'm not saying they're bad players, but I'm just saying we wanted J.K. Dobbins and Travis Etienne. The the last couple of weeks have completely turned my my view upside down. It's not bad. It's the same thing as everyone else is going through at the moment but there is so much more getting shooken up right now uh but yeah like Dobbins and Etn definitely would have been two of the top people on my list even Swift I love is kind of hurt right now so mm-hmm. you're you're kind of waiting through it we have some other people but it'll be a little bit different this time around because I do feel like I kind of yep. dipped a little further down because if if it can't be guys that you get up top that are going to really take that huge jump it's going to be right. people that you get at a good a good price yeah, and exactly. Then, and then they give you a huge return. So it kind yeah. of changed it up a little bit for me. No, that's kind of the same. Yeah. This is the first show since Dobbins got hurt. And what is Jim or Jim, John Harbaugh doing? Why is, why is he playing? Come on, John. Oh, so I don't, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just bummed. I really wanted to see what he was able to do. I was me getting too. really excited. And, you know, all of these, I mean, injuries, of course, happen. But uh, this year, well, especially, I, I, I mean, feel like already, when we talk about them, yeah. good or bad, they go down. Well, before the season like even starts, right there's already Cam Akers. There's already Travis Etienne. There's already um, J.K. Dobbins. That's three running backs that were, you know, at least two guys that were probably top 15. Another guy who would have been, you know, top 25. There's three good backs, three good young backs that are gone just like that. So, Oh, frustrating. But here we go. We got two more guys we came up with each. So here you go, Jeff. Who's your first one on the list this year? Um, the first one I'm going to go to, we have talked about this individual. I'm going to go Antonio Brown. So I am still, even with all three of them being healthy, and I'm talking about Godwin Evans and Antonio Brown, I think they can all be productive. And right now, Antonio Brown is still going for a value. So I still love him to death. And on top of that, if something does happen, people start missing time he automatically gets the number one or two spot in that offense and even through the preseason tom brady looked sharp uh godwin yeah. looked legit i mean there is no doubt that this offense is going to move the ball immediately mm-hmm. so from game one they're going to be good so yeah. I, I mean we talked about him i don't have to go too much further than i already did but i think antonio brown is going to have a big jump and if you forget how effing good the guy is i mean mm-hmm. He lit the league on fire for, for multiple years from 2013 to th- 2018 straight. He finished first overall as a wide receiver twice, second twice, third once, and sixth once. So that was all before he kind of just went off the rails. And I, I feel like he's kind of made his way back. And when you have Tom Brady in your corner saying, hey, I yeah. want this guy, and you you keep your head down, good things will happen. So I, I really like Antonio Brown as, as one of these guys you can get late and he could, for all we know, he could be in the top 10 and, and you know, uh, great. Yeah. I think it was said before is I don't think the difference there, I still would I rank Godwin and Evans ahead of him, but there's not the difference 
between them that the ranks are showing right now. There's not. They're not that far apart. They're really probably within 10 spots, worst case, than they are this 20, you know, plus spots. There's no way they're that far apart. And what have we said? I think uh, Brown was, while he, when he played last year, he was a top 20 receiver in fantasy during the mm-hmm. games he played. And that's coming into a team that he had never played with. And he was already a top 20 receiver. So I think he still has it. I really do. I think that might be unleashed this year. I mean, I feel like Tom Brady wants to get the ball to Antonio Brown. So we'll see how that plays. But he also has Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Rob Krakowski and OJ Howard and Cameron Braid and all these other guys, right? But he does. He, he has a, yeah, he <laughs> has a, ton of, a ton of people to throw to. There's no doubt about it. But yeah. last year he showed – I really don't feel like they got their offense going for the first quarter right. of the season, probably a little bit more than that. And he still threw for, what, 40 touchdowns, something, something in that yeah. ballpark? I can't remember exactly. Yeah. So there's definitely more than enough to go around. And Evans caught a crap ton of them last year because there was injuries to Godwin and, and all these other guys. So uh, uh, there's plenty there's plenty of where that came from. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Yep. All right. So I'll go with my first guy. I, I actually have, I actually, to be honest, had a difficult time with this list trying to figure out who I really try to find situations that I like. There's guys up at the top that are good, right? But I, was, I don't. But I'm actually not even sold on everyone that think this guy's just going to completely dominate. So I went down the list a little bit. I'm not sure how far down the list this is right now, but I went with Gus Edwards. Um, I I thought his and this is reasons. Gus Edwards has been a good player when he's got the opportunity. He has been good, and that was, I guess, really the why anybody would have downgraded J.K. Dobbins is because you would have thought Gus Edwards was good. I thought Gus Edwards was good too, but he was going to stick to his 135 carries, right? This When the Dobbins injury happened, then the thought was, okay, are they going to bring somebody in? Is that going to be what changes? And they haven't. They haven't. It looks like they're going with Tyson, whatever, um, Williams as their number two. I'm not sure that shows a lot of confidence in, you know, that Godwin's or Gus Edwards is going to lose carries. Williams might be decent. We haven't seen a play. I, I can't say either way, but I don't think this hurts Edwards a lot. And here we go. I loved this offense. I loved this running offense. That's why I love Dobbins so much. Dobbins is a better player, but I loved this rushing offense. I loved it when I picked Mark Ingram for this list two years ago. And that's why I didn't love Mark Ingram, the player necessarily like over that much. Mark Ingram was fine, but I loved the offense. I loved playing with Lamar Jackson. And the, the thing that is keeping me, putting me at Edwards here, he is, his rank hasn't vaulted. It hasn't gone insane. It's still about 21st right now, ranking wise. You can still get him at a good price. And I just wonder, I was worried he would jump up, which I hoped he would. And I had this weird feeling he's going to just jump way up and go ahead of even where Dobbins was. But no, he didn't. He still had a good value. And because of that, I love this offense. I love whatever running backs in this offense. I just can't see Williams truly getting a huge workload and taking that away from Edwards. I think it's going to be Edwards. It's going to be him. And if, if that's the case, I, I don't care who the main back is in this offense. I think it's going to be a really good situation. So Gus Edwards, and I'm just disappointed. I don't have him on many of my teams. Sad. I have him on some, some, I, I had him back up Dobbins when I picked Dobbins, but not all, not enough. But. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't disagree with it. I was a big Dobbins guy as well. And I, I think Gus will do well. I and I have nothing to back this up, but I do feel like they will bring it on someone else. I feel like they're going to wait to find out if someone like you know Latavius Murray gets cut, something of that nature. So I could see them adding someone to that, you know, that kind of rotation of backs. 
But until nope. then, as of as absolutely. of right now, absolutely. Uh, to me, if they don't add anybody, I I, I love Gus Edwards at his at his price. I think yeah, he's without doubt, it, it'd be hard not to. And he has been very productive when he he's gotten the chance. He's, he's maybe not as flashy or maybe as dynamic yeah. as some of their other backs they they had. And and we don't think of Ingram as being dynamic, but he really could do it all. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, uh, he's not quite there. But it's not going to matter on this. And we've talked about how that offense gets you a lot of extra yards. I mean, yeah. yeah. So the yards per average, all of that have been great. They give this guy a bunch of carries. And even more so, it's kind of interesting. If they don't bring on anyone else, you have a yeah. rookie and then you have Gus Edwards. And I mean, you, I think you still have um, Justice Hill. But I, yeah. I think just I think the Justice Hill thinks over with. They don't they don't believe in him. Sure, sure. But at least you do have one other guy. But I'm just yeah. this might actually be the first time that the Ravens look to use one guy as more of a bell cow. I'm not going to say it. It's not going to be a true one, but at the same time, if they give him 250 cares, which, you know, you're kind of yeah. hoping that maybe Dobbins would get that. If they give him it's 250 cares, he's going to be really, really good. He, he so will. yeah. Yep. All right. Who is your second <clears throat> winner? Okay. My second one. <laughs> Once again, I struggle with this list too. The guy that is really coming around. And this is going to be another wide receiver. I, I really looked for a running back, and I, I just didn't feel good about putting one on here. But I'm going to go with Corey Davis. So I think he he really came around. I like that he's going to get a just a, a ton of targets on this offense. He's looked really good in preseason. The big one was, you know, whether or not Wilson was going to be a legit quarterback in his rookie year. He's definitely going to have struggles. There's no doubt about it. But I really think that he's going to be good. He showed everything that you need to. And they're going to be down games. They're not going to be a great team. So I see them airing it out quite a bit. If Corey Davis can keep this up, what he was like establishing at the end of the year in Tennessee, what he did in preseason here, he is a prototypical wide receiver for the NFL that has a lot of upside and he just has not been able to show it yet. I think he could be a hugely impactful player and you can get him really, really late. Um, So he is going to be the guy uh, the other guy on my list as far as league winner. I think Antonio Brown and Corey Davis are two wide receivers you can get extremely late that could be hugely beneficial, that could sneak all the way up into, you know, the top 15. Oh, so, yeah. I, I'm on board 100% with top 15. I I'm, I love Corey Davis this year. I mean, I just, that stat I threw, I just love that stat. of He he ran 13 routes and he got 10 targets with Zach Wilson. That is crazy to me. That is That shows so much. Will Elijah Moore cut into that? Maybe, but he's a rookie. He hasn't, and he hasn't had a big opportunity yet. We, so we don't know. But Corey Davis is now the veteran. Who's He's a talented wide receiver. It just never all came together in Tennessee. It started to look better. But this guy was a top 10 pick in the draft. He has talent. It's just never 100% worked out yet. But sometimes with receivers, it takes a little longer. So I'm not completely done with it. But if he's heavily targeted, yeah. Yeah, and I think you will. And I... I Remember as well, in Tennessee, it did not start off with Ryan Tannehill. That, that was the True. last two years. Mariota, and, yeah. Yeah, it was Mariota. They did not have a passing offense. It was very no. it was very difficult. It was very up and down. And when they had Tannehill, he already had A.J. Brown. And A.J. Brown True. is just better than better. him, right? He's better. slightly better. Yeah. So he overshadowed him. So you don't really know what he's truly capable of. And that's why I yeah. love him in this offense. And oh, you know, yeah. they, they went out and got him. So they obviously see mm-hmm. something. And as far as the Elijah Moore one, actually, I'm a big fan of Elijah Moore. But we have not been able to see him, and I do yeah. wonder how they're going to use him. And uh, and uh, oh, I'm uh, 
Who's the other guy they use in the slot there? Why am I blanking his name? Uh, uh, oh, Crowder. Yeah. yeah. Um, Crowder will get his, but not, yeah, right. not going to be You're crazy. kind of like wondering how that is going to go. Are they going to keep them primarily in that role? I feel like yeah. Corey Davis is probably going to be the primary outside wide receiver. So it's going to be a lot of love going his way. Yeah, and I don't think uh, Denzel Mims doesn't seem to be a thing. So not, Yeah, no, not yet. And um, they just traded Chris Herndon today. So there's no Chris Herndon anymore. Which no kidding. I, I didn't even. I didn't even know. Yeah, that. they traded. They traded Herndon to the Vikings because um, Irv Smith is hurt. So, oh god, another another one that I really wanted to see do well. Yeah, and Irv hurt. Smith's out for a bit, so they and trade. The, uh, it's even worse case if they're trading for Herndon. I feel like it's definitely an issue. So, yeah, it's probably definitely an issue. Um, yeah, uh, and you have one more, right? I do one okay. more. Ah, this was. I didn't know what to do on this one. I had two players I liked, and been debating which one am I going to throw on the list. So I'm going to save one of them for my for the next episode. So in a category, Jeff, I don't think you're going to agree with me here. I don't know. Trey Sermon is my second no, league winner. Not, I knew, well, I knew. I, 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 well, get, no, the argu- I get the argument, but no, yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I love I Trey. You, okay, you. I don't think you're buying just Trey Sermon for sure. Like you're just not buying the player. I, I can buy. Right? I can buy if the other if there's another injury, which probably happened. Okay. <laughs> so here's the. I I, lo- I like the player, and I like the. The potential situation. I like the potential situation because San Francisco has made a lot of running backs look good. A lot of them. I don't think Raheem Mostert's that great. Like, I just, I think he's just an average back. He's a fast, he's fast, but I don't think he's great, right? He looks great in San Fran, though. In that offense. They've made Jeff Wilson look awesome when he gets a chance. Matt Burita looked great for a time. And guess what? He went to Miami and that how looked good he looked in San Francisco fooled us. Fooled me and you last year. It did. It did. And he sucked. <laughs> yeah, he was not good. So they've made – there's probably more. I can't even remember everybody at this point. There's other guys they've made look good, right? San Francisco's offense makes running backs look good. I think Trey Sermon is the best one they've had at this point. I really, truly – I mean, didn't we even have some Tevin Coleman? Was Tevin Coleman there? Yeah, he had Tevin a Coleman. Too, right? He, yeah, he, it was there know. last year. Yeah, he was yeah, just hurt all McKinnon never really had a shot, so he got hurt. But Trey Sermon is the best back they've had. If Trey Sermon gets this opportunity, which I'm not saying it's going to happen right away, but I feel like this is one of those situations where it slowly comes on and then the second half of the season, it's all Trey Sermon and he's leading you to the playoffs, leading you to the championships. And that's where I'm going. That's where I think it's going to happen. It's not going to be right away. Most hurts there. He's not going to, but he's going to get hurt at some point. If he's, he's, I think he's hurt already. He will get hurt. He will get hurt. And then Jeff Wilson will get it. Was Jeff Wilson hurt too, I think? I think Jeff Wilson's hurt too. Yeah, I think he's banged up, yeah. Yeah, so Trey Sermon will get that opportunity. When he does, he's going to run with it, and he is going to be league-winning good. League-winning good, Trey Sermon. And he's on my team. He's on my team in the brotherhood, and I'm going to run to victory. And just you guys are all going to be like, what hit us? Craig had the worst-ranked team ever, and I win the title. It's going to be great. (laughs) I I don't mind that pick because how you describe it is very, very plausible. Right. And I, to that point, I mean, I, even on here, as I'm staring at this list and I was, I was looking at uh, Mostert, I was kind of like, God, if I really thought that he was going to stay healthy, I I could use him as a league winner. Like whoever, like that kind of guy on that kind of team is deadly. Uh, He's unbelievable, but he has never been able to stay healthy. He has not. And then on top of that, you use Jeff Wilson on goal line, probably going to be Trey Sermon now once he get because that guy's just a human battering ram. Well, I honestly don't think he's that great of a running back. 
I think he's just bigger than everyone. So I do wonder how that's going to play out when you're when you're constantly being hit by NFL players. But man, the guy's big. He is very big. Uh, and and behind that line and the way they run the ball, he should be productive. I just get very very scared if an injury occurs. If it plays out like you said, yeah, he's going to be incredibly valuable. But if anyone else stays, you know, healthy. Uh, it's just going to be impossible to figure out what games he's good and whatnot. So I, I just I try to stay away from the nightmare of it. But as, like I said, that, that could happen. It could happen within the first, like, three games, too. Like, oh, yeah. Mostert blows out a knee, Jeff Wilson's still banged up, and all of a sudden it's the Trey Sermon show, and I, I'm, you know, and I'm just angry. <laughs> Shoot, they even made Jermichael Hasty look good at times last year. They did. So, that was another good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I think I, I just I love the potential potential opportunity. That's what my two backs I put on here is. I think they're solid running backs. Trey Sermon I like better than Gus Edwards I, as an actual running back. If you put Trey Sermon in that Gus Edwards spot, man, I'd, that'd be awesome. But I just think these are two of the best running situations in the league right now. The best spot yeah. for you know for a guy like this to step in and this is these offenses are just going to run the ball yeah right. without a doubt and and like you said with other guys that are injury prone uh, yep. you can't really pick out another spot right now yep. that you you feel that way about yep. so all right i get the other thing before we leave because some yep. things happened today how do you feel do you feel like the uh one of the other big ones is cam newton got yeah. cut, right he's yep. cut mac jones is going to be the guy yep I, I really think that immediately this helps the running back situation there. Like to the point, There's, I, I wasn't yeah. going to put Damian Harris on this list, right? Because they trade Sony Michelle. So you have Stevenson and, and Damian, obviously, mm-hmm. Harris. And then you also have like White for catching out of the backfield. Oh, no, I, no. I, no. You, you just have Ramondre Stevenson. Fine. Oh, that was going to be the question. Uh, do you feel bolstered <laughs> by anything? Because I do feel I, like I, if Damian yeah. Harris stays yeah. healthy he'll hold yeah. off stevenson yeah. for the year and i think he'll be uh, one of these we, guys will be incredibly we, uh, maybe we, i mean I, I think damon harris is a talented back i don't know if he's yeah. that much better than stevenson but we haven't you know we've seen him in preseason Who knows? so yeah i um I, I like this actually for the running backs because cam newton i mean how many times did they try to run cam newton in with the ball there on the goal line last year all the time yeah they tried that all the time and it didn't work so no i love it i mean mac jones doesn't run the ball in so yeah, heaven knows we, he's not. He's, he's just not doing. It. Unless he's Josh Allen and we don't know it somehow. I I doubt it. I, I think we know enough about Mac Jones. He played at Alabama. He wasn't hit, so we got we got the idea. Um, I love it for the running backs, and I think Mac Jones. And I think it, you know some people are today are saying why'd they do that? Why'd they get rid of Cam? It's stupid. I don't. Know, I think it's the right move. I mean, do you you don't want that distraction there? It's not not Cam himself. It's to me. It's almost like if Cam's there, if Mac Jones plays bad at all. It's all going to be like, oh, should we put Cam in, put Cam in, put Cam in. You don't need that. Now it's just Brian Hoyer behind them. You're not putting Brian Hoyer in. I can't yeah, believe Brian you, Hoyer is still around. I'm totally <laughs> fine with them them cutting him. I'm sure yeah. – I hope he's okay with it too, obviously. But, yeah. look, I mean, look, I, I think you're absolutely right. The The way they're thinking is, hey, the young guy won it. It's his, and that's, now it's his team, right? You can't it's his team completely. And, you, yeah, yeah. If, if he's good enough leader right now, which obviously yeah. they think he must be, then you say, hey, Cam, like you, you can go and find another team that exactly. didn't work out. You know, yep. and they they speak very highly of him. So I, I don't think it's a bad thing. And and it's probably for the best because, like you said, you don't want him looking over his shoulder. How much he doesn't play the same type of game he does. How much can you learn yeah. from Cam? You could yep. definitely pick up some stuff, but at what at what cost? Mm-hmm. Like, because yep. Cam is gonna be not happy. He wants to play. He's 
uh, you know, incredibly good athlete. He can probably still play somewhere or, or push for a job. So mm-hmm. let him go do that. Otherwise, he might just be a distraction. And now, yeah. now everyone in in New England can just you know focus it's on Mac, the yeah. Mac Mac Jones Mac so. Jones show and say okay, like yep. take us to the promised land. And yeah, I, I really do love her for the for the running backs. Would you rather have Harris or Stevenson? And I mean Harris, I'd rather have Harris. Would, I mean but, for I'm, yeah. for their comparative values, though. I mean Harris still his value is not crazy. His value he's not overvalued. No. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He's fine. Um, I just like that. You know, it's not even, I mean, I think the running game could work even like JJ Taylor's looked great in preseason. Like, I think maybe they can just have a good running attack. Yeah. I, so I was gonna say I have Harris and in one of my leagues, I, I was desperate to get a, a running back. Yeah. And I was kind of like, if, you know, if Mac Jones ends up winning it, I thought it was going to be like halfway through the season to be quite honest, right. but this makes it, me feel really, really good. good about his potential. Yep. All right. There we go. League winners. No Dobbins, no ETN. It's a sad day, but we will survive. And we'll be back next episode. Award predictions. It's always a fun one. I'm usually wrong for some reason. Jeff, you usually actually do pretty well at this. I haven't been as good. So yeah, we'll find out. This year is but, getting crazy. <laughs> but all right. Talk to you guys next time.